0: Hello, and welcome back to the Life in the Desert podcast. This is Kelly, your host. For episode number 11, we have Serena of Rebel and Rove, a fabulous shop that's located in Yuma, Arizona. Listen to hear about the transformation of Rebel and Rove and how you can support small businesses. And also stay tuned to listen for an exciting announcement regarding First Friday. So excited about this podcast because I feel like you're just such a lover of like promoting small business and having everyone succeed. And I just love it. Well, I kind of feel
1: like small business is the backbone of America. So it's important if we don't support
0: it, we don't want to lose it. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And so why don't you tell me a little bit about like what your path that led you to starting Rebel and Rove? Oh gosh. How far back do we want to go? Um, Girl Scouts. I loved selling Girl
1: Scout cookies. I didn't really care about other parts of Girl Scouts, but I loved selling those Girl Scout cookies and counting them every morning. And, and I loved having to call and say, I needed more cookies because I'd sold them. So (laughs) that's probably the start of my love of having your own business. Um, then when i was a little bit older um my stepmom to keep me busy i think would make these craft things and she would make me go from house to
0: house in our neighborhood and sell them and oh my
1: gosh you yeah. were just like
0: a born salesperson
1: well i don't know if i was a born salesperson but i definitely um got pushed in that direction um my grandmother was an entrepreneur and so i just she always worked and mm-hmm. I always thought it was great to go to work with her. I thought it was so cool. Um, and then how I ended up with Rebel and Rove when I was in my early 20s, I had a business um, and I was very excited about it. But, you know, the timing just wasn't right. I had two small children and a husband and um, I wasn't able to juggle things the way they needed to be juggled. And so, um, my husband and I made the decision for me to close that business and be home with the kids. And that was probably the best decision we ever made me being a stay at home mom. Um, But during that time of being a stay at home mom, I always had some little thing, either I was crafting and doing like the craft shows around town or um, some kind. of. I was always tinkering in something. Either I was involved in one of my kids groups And we were taking care of things there. um, Just always kind of business-minded. And then when my daughter was in high school, a friend of hers um, saw this headband that she really wanted. And she knew I was crafty. um, And she came over and asked me if I'd make it for her. And I did. And then the next thing we knew, all the girls wanted them. So I was doing headbands and handmade flowers and hats and that actually just kind of evolved into what Rebel and Rove is now today and um I was just looking for I didn't think I could make headbands and hats forever I didn't think that that would be something that um people would want always and so I thought well I'll just add some t-shirts and I'll add a little bit of jewelry and we ended up with a location and decided to call the business Rebel and Rove and um God's just blessed it, and it's grown, and here
0: we are now. That is such an amazing story. I love that, and I love that you always, like, were putting your skills to good use and getting creative, <laughs> and you found, like, the right niche, though. I mean, how cool is that, that the girls, you know, with the headbands, and it just kept growing.
1: It kept growing. I don't know if it was avoidance of housework. <laughs> <laughs> me wanting to be a crafty person but um it really was an outlet and um you know sometimes when you have busy hands it keeps your mind busy and I don't think that that's a bad
0: thing oh no not at all I love that so how long have you had and Rose now we have been um I guess I leased
1: the building when was it May Of 2014 and we officially opened in July of 2014 so we've been there uh, quite a while that was at the 224 location and we were there almost three years before we came over to um, 299 Main Street so we have been there ever since and so we are um, six years now yeah
0: well congratulations thank you that's a huge milestone
1: it really is I love downtown. I'm just so thankful that that's where we ended up. And um, I really love the community down there and just how Yuma embraces that area. It's a special place.
0: It definitely is. And your shop provides like so much character, I feel like in your windows. And it's just so welcoming that I think it's great for us locals and visitors alike to really enjoy your store. Thank you
1: for saying that. I really appreciate it. I hope that the community feels that Rebel and Rove is an extension of my home. You know, I want them to feel comfortable there and to know that they're welcomed. And, um, you know, I think it's important to be part of the community and for the community to know that you're there for them.
0: No, that is awesome. That is wonderful. So along this journey to where Rebel and Rove has come now, have you had any like challenging times or any.
1: Oh my gosh. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. When I first started the business, um, I had a business partner and we, I selfishly, I think I went into it thinking, Oh, I'll work two weeks a month. She'll work the other two weeks a month. And, you know, I'll only have to work two weekends. It's not going to take time away from my family. And, through a series of events, of course, that never works out. So, um, I ended up buying my business partner out and it was pretty rough there for a while, trying to figure out how to navigate the purchase and just navigate. Like, do we close the business? Do I take it over? You know, what's going to happen here? So, um, once we got it all figured out, it was a much, I think, healthier place for both of us. And, um, also I wasn't having to ask permission or, um, check with somebody anymore. I could actually do the things that I had really hoped to do with the business. So, um, while I thought in the beginning, against my husband's better judgment <laughs> that having a business partner was going to be a good thing for me i found out in the end that i can do it by myself do you know what i mean like um, yes i when i thought i needed a crutch i didn't i i'm capable and if it's meant to be it will be and if it's not that's okay it's a lesson that's how i look at my first business you know we only had that business a little over 2 years and crippled me for a long time, mentally about business, I was so terrified of putting my family in a position that I could fail. And um, just, I learned so much from that experience that I think I've taken that into rebel. And now um, I have a lot more confidence and I have a lot less fear.
0: Well, I am so proud of you. And I feel like when I do speak to you, you are confident and you are, I feel like, Yeah, it's just a good feeling with your business. And I think that's awesome. Thank you.
1: Well, I hope that all people who have a dream about owning a business know that just because something doesn't work the first time, it's not a failure. It's a learning experience. And you take the best parts of that and you do it again and you keep doing it and you keep doing it. And eventually something will stick. And the very best parts of those things that stick will be what you're supposed to be doing. So, um, you know, I even think of Rebel now today, you know, we've been going through a lot with COVID and just the uncertainty of what's going to happen with small business. And I really don't have a lot of fear about it because I feel like if something does happen, that's okay because I know how to rebuild. And um, I just hope that other people who have a dream of being an entrepreneur don't let fear control the dream that they just keep going for it because they can make it happen.
0: That is great advice because I think it is scary for people to, you know, one, get out of their comfort zone to, you know, the whole financial component of it. You know, it's scary for a lot of people, but I think that, you know, you're offering really good, valuable advice.
1: Well, slow and steady definitely has been what has won the race this time around the first time I took a loan and, um, that took me a long time to pay off, (laughs) you know, after we closed the business, that loan was still there. So it took a while to get that taken care of. And with rebel, I've just always been focused on biting off little chunks, little chunks, little chunks. And so, you know, we started off in 400 square feet, which was very doable. And, you know, our, our lease was not very much, and my landlord was awesome. And I'm gonna be honest; I was terrified to move across the street, and um, that space, that that rent, everything was just so much more. I didn't know how we were gonna do it, but I just took a leap of faith, and you know, it just keeps taking care of itself. And honestly, Rebel wouldn't be there if it wasn't for the community. I do feel like. Um, they have loved and supported that business and really in the scariest times have taken care of it. And so I, I always like, want to say, um, you know, Yuma keeps the lights on because really in the summertime when it's quiet, (laughs) it's the Yubans who are here shopping every day that pay that APS bill, you know? So, um, it's their store as much as it's mine. And so you have to just be,
0: um, you know, someone who's a caretaker for them. Oh, I love that so much. And you have such a good, you know, attitude about things. And I just love, you know, your vision for all of it. I really think it's great. And it really reflects in rubble and rose. Oh, thank you. And so I know you guys, so tell us a little bit more for those that haven't been in your shop, really what you guys specialize in.
1: Well, the goal with rebel was to be a place where you could come shopping with either your kids or your parents or your grandparents, and everybody would be able to have a little something that they would find interesting. Um, the, the biggest thing to me is, you know, a lot of people come downtown to come and eat. And, um, so if they just wander into rebel, I want them to be able to spend quality time together. And I think, you know, they find a lot of things that maybe are comical or interesting and those (laughs) items, they start conversations for them and they can either laugh about it or talk about it or, you know, what have you. Um, I just wanted it to be a store where there was a little bit of something for everyone. So I go about purchasing for the store, thinking about the people who are in my life. And is this something that I would be proud to give them or think it's funny to give them or think that they would like and that's kind of just how my whole buying process is is this something that somebody in my life I could give as a gift and um that's kind of my motto about shopping for the store is is this giftable
0: No, that is great. And I know your store, yeah, has all kinds of goodies that I know it's hard for when I'm shopping for others, you know, that I'm not buying myself something too. (laughs) Well, that's the trick, isn't it? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And sometimes I just have to add a little
1: something for myself too. You come in for a gift card, but, oh, that's cute. Maybe I'll take that home (laughs) as
0: well. (laughs) Yes. Always a good problem. I love it. (laughs) So then one Um, feature that I really love um, about downtown. And I know that you and Allison Scott had a huge part of this is beginning First Friday downtown. I love that. I love First Friday.
1: Um,
0: Allison
1: and I just dreamed about there being a culture downtown. And she and I would talk about it and talk about it. And Really, it was like a passion project for us. We wanted other businesses downtown to get involved. And it was slow in the start. I think they didn't maybe, um, you know, most of the businesses downtown are family-owned businesses. So we don't have a lot of employees. Those extra hours are hard to take away from your family. You've already worked all day. You're tired. But there is such a value in community Um, so it took a little while to get people on board, but now it's just kind of taken a life of its own and it's just become this wonderful thing. Even through COVID people have still stayed interested and wanted to be involved. And there's a lot of businesses who have really blossomed during first Friday. And the fun thing for me about first Friday is one, I look forward to seeing people that maybe I don't see typically because they work during our store hours, um, but the best part is when families come in to shop and they see another family that they haven't seen since the last month. But they've made these relationships with each other because they're walking around downtown and going to the different businesses and um, talking about the different things that they saw at the different businesses or what's going on in their life or you know things that are happening around town. And so it's just become a really special time, I think, downtown for. Um, community and uh it's just been really fun to watch it grow and i'm so excited that the weather's cooled down and um more people are coming out and going so if you haven't been to a first friday or they have one in wherever community someone's listening to this or if they don't have one i would highly recommend getting one going feel free to contact me i will let you know what we did to get ours going um, but I highly recommend it because having relationships with your neighbors is so, so important.
0: I, I mean, First Friday is one of my favorite, like, events to look forward to. And especially that it's, like, every month. Um, you know, it's like a great way for me to support local businesses. You know, it's like, oh, I need to get downtown. You know, how's it already been a month or, you know, what whatever the reason. A good date night. It, may- <laughs> it totally is. I definitely have taken my husband down there or even, you know, with my kids, mm-hmm. I'll take one of them one month, one the next night. And it's kind of like a little mother daughter. Yeah, I, <laughs> I love that. Get it and get up, bite to eat. But it's just, it's so fun. And I do love seeing people downtown i just love it makes me so happy i feel like
1: every community needs to have something like this um and two it gives us an opportunity to know what are people wanting or needing you know a lot of times you find out about needs in your community just by talking to people who walk in um last week or last first friday uh one of the businesses downtown hosted um gift baskets and all kinds of things for a family whose son is going through cancer treatments. And so it gives us an opportunity to give back and really a night where you can rally around each other. So I do think that there's a lot of value in it. It's not just fun. Um, it's just important to be part of each other's lives. So it's a special time, Definitely. special time.
0: So, um, why don't you remind us when the next first Friday is? Well, I have to
1: look at the calendar. I think it's December 4th of, isn't
0: that the first Friday
1: of the month? I have to look yes. December yes. 4th and each business actually decides, um, their own hours, if they're going to have a special or if, if they have entertainment or anything like that. And, um, I know other communities do it too. Our community uses the hashtag first Friday Yuma. And so we try to tag each other's businesses on Instagram so that people know to go to different pages to find out what's going on in the different businesses. Um, And usually if you use the hashtag first Friday Yuma, those little slides will come up so you can see what the different businesses are doing as well. And, um, so yeah, the very first Friday of every month we do it. And my business actually is open from 10 AM till 8 PM on those days. We have extended hours, um, so that people who do come down and go to dinner or maybe want to come after work, have the opportunity to do so.
0: That is fabulous. And I love it one is coming up right before the holidays. Yes. So that's super one fun. more before Christmas. So people- Can you believe that? Holy moly. No, I, I really can't. I really can't. This year <laughs> has know. just
1: flown by.
0: Yes. And so one thing that I really like that you highlight is just, you know, the importance that you mentioned earlier about the location of staying downtown and your great neighbors that you have. And so I just love that more and more of them are participating in first Friday. It is great. We actually also
1: like a lot of the businesses like to host um, pop-ups. So I know that the art center actually sets tables up outside because of the social distancing and they are able to have artisans come and sell their wears you know that maybe they wouldn't normally be seen but now because of first friday they can be seen um the 224 shops downtown have a little farmer's market that you can go to cafecito always does really special things the restaurants all have great things going on and we have a special pop-up going to be in our store this month which is kind of fun you might be able to share about that a little bit (laughs) but we try to just help the (laughs) local um, businesses that are starting out or getting their start or that we just feel are special and invite them in the shop so that more people can know about them.
0: Well, you are so wonderful and supportive and I'm really excited that the life in the desert will be at Rebel and Rove on December 4th from five to 8 PM. So I'm excited to bring goodies and share those with the I'm excited to do some Christmas shopping with you. (laughs) (laughs) You are so kind. (laughs) So I, um, ask all my guests, um, a few quick fire questions. Are you up for answering it? Yes.
1: Yeah? I'm a little nervous, but let's go.
0: <laughs> okay. Perfect. And just whatever comes to mind, you're going to do great with this. I know you will. Okay. So what is your favorite color? Green. Green. Oh, see, look at you. You're already off to bat. What is something you do on Mondays during your day off? <gasps>
1: Well, now we're open because of the holidays, but typically on Monday, I watch all my favorite YouTube programmers. Oh, and so do you, do you have a top one that you want to tell us about? Um, I think, um, Eamon and Beck is probably my favorite right now, but a close second would be Kira and Nate. Um, my guilty pleasure, although I don't recommend watching with children is Maddie Matheson. He has just a dash, which is kind of foul, but it's a fun cooking show and he's just gross and cracks me up. Um, but I like a lot of travel programs and I have a secret obsession with tiny houses and the school bus movement. I would love to have a schoolie.
0: Oh my gosh! It is unbelievable what people how people have recreated. It's those.
1: pretty amazing. I've been secretly for years just like watching these programs about them building them and begging my husband. He thinks I'm crazy, um, but that's a life goal. I think yeah. do yes. it <laughs> and just load my family up and go travel around. You know, look at the Partridge family did it and that was great. They
0: sang and had a good time. So <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I can't wait to see what you do. It will be fun. (laughs) All right, what is your favorite family vacation?
1: Oh, gosh. As a kid or as an adult with my family?
0: How about an adult?
1: When my kids were little, um, we used to do this thing where I would go on Priceline. And I would, (laughs) this sounds crazy, but you know how you can bid for hotel rooms? So yes. I would just we wouldn't know where we were gonna be staying. And we would just tell them, get your stuff. We're going to San Diego or we're going here or we're going there. And I would go on priceline and I would lowball the room, but I put like, you know, five star $34 a night or something crazy like that. <laughs> and then I would just keep bumping it up till somebody bit and wherever it took us is where it took us. And that's where we would go for the weekend. And we used to have so much fun. We would stay at the craziest hotels, like super nice hotels for nothing. And you always feel like you're cheating the system. You know, like I can't believe we're (laughs) staying here for this. Do the other Uh. people that are staying here know that we didn't pay anything to stay here? (laughs) And we would just go have fun. We would get like um, SeaWorld passes. So we would go do that hotel thing. And then we would go to SeaWorld like both days because, you know, you had the pass. So why not go? We would just do crazy things like that when my kids were little. Sometimes we would go to Laughlin because, you know, that was kind of fun too. But. Most of the time it was the Priceline San Diego thing. Those are probably some of the most fun memories that we had when they were little. I highly recommend anyone to try it.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so hysterical, but it is like a fun. I mean, keeps on your toes. I mean, that is. Well, it's like fun. gambling.
1: And I feel like we always had <laughs> the deal. Like if we get there and we don't like this hotel, we really didn't pay anything to stay there. Not much. We can just go get a different hotel, you know. But we never had yeah. that experience. Um, it was always really fun and nice and, um, the kids just, you know, kids love staying in hotel rooms. Isn't that
0: the truth? No, they don't care. They just
1: want (laughs) to have the remote and eat snacks and jump on the bed. So,
0: (laughs) (laughs) well, that was such a good answer. Oh, I love it. What motivates you to work hard?
1: My family. I think, um, just making them proud.
0: I love that. And what makes you laugh? The
1: My most? grandkids, they are wild and crazy and, um, they just, you know, I think everyone thinks that their grandkids are the cutest, but they say the funniest little things and do the funniest little things. And I, I think you really enjoy the grandkids so much more than you're able to enjoy your own children because you're so worried about raising your kids And when it's your grandkids, it's really my daughter's responsibility to raise them. So I just get to have fun with them.
0: (laughs) That is awesome. I've heard that a lot. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're just not stressed. No. Like, all the things, you know. (laughs) My my oldest grandson
1: has a lot of really good one-liners. And my youngest grandson is pretty much, he's just crazy about my husband. So it's just funny to see them interact.
0: Oh, my gosh. I love that. What is the last movie that you saw? Uh, okay, I watched
1: <laughs> I watched a movie the other day that came on Netflix, and it was called um, Holiday. And how I is it? if you like romantic comedies and holiday Hallmarky type movies, I highly recommend it. It was super funny. It was great yeah holiday that was the last movie i watched i don't have a lot of time to watch movies um but that's the last one i watched
0: oh well very cool i know sometimes i'm like where have the weeks gone and i haven't watched anything and then i do just a little binge watching there's nothing <laughs> wrong with a little binge watching <laughs> okay and what is your proudest accomplishment my kids very nice. I know. And they're both entrepreneurs. themselves. They, they are. They
1: are. They, um, I don't, I guess they were watching.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I encourage them to follow their dreams. So, um, wherever that leads them, you know, just want to support them. They're pretty, they're pretty good. They, I used to always tell them don't embarrass the family and I don't think they have it all. So yeah, they're good.
0: That, that is awesome. Well, Serena, I really can't thank you enough for, um, spending some time with me and sharing so much about rebel and rove and your story. Well,
1: thank you for having me. It really has been fun to talk to you. And, um, I just, I'm excited to see what new businesses are going to pop up and, and just encourage people to follow their dreams.
0: I agree. And I will make sure to link in the show notes, how people can follow you on social media and also your website. Cause you guys, are we shipping are shipping as well. We, right? That's the one thing about COVID we got an online store.
1: So of course we're still developing it. Um, we add a little bit more every week. We try to every day, but usually every week. And, um, it's kind of exciting to see how things are developing. Well, that is great. So
0: that is so awesome because it doesn't matter where you live. um, You can support. Thank you.
1: We appreciate it.
0: Well, thank you, Serena. And I look forward to um, shopping more from (laughs) Rebel and Rove and supporting all of the businesses downtown that really make, you know, Yuma so great. And that main street. Thank you. We are pretty lucky down there. Small businesses are such a great part of our economy. They allow people to pursue dreams, provide for their families, give back to their community, and so much more. I encourage you to shop small this holiday season and all year long. Check out the show notes for all the details on episode number 11 at www.lifeinthedesert.net forward slash show notes. There, you'll be able to get the links on how to follow and shop from Rebel and Rove, no matter where you are all over the country. Thanks for listening to another Life in the Desert podcast episode. I look forward to sharing another great episode with you next week from the desert.